this guy, I am a alone with my son, by myself, a woman, and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's excuse me, miss, and I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do. And before he, I mean, he was probably 30 feet from me when he said, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and I literally yelled at him. And I said, do not approach me. No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot, ever. Welcome to the Black Minds Matter podcast. I'm Re- I'm Mac. Man, I almost got who I was. And that's Rev over there. And this is a now production. Yo. You can't be me, son. You Don't can't be me. Dog. Nobody will be you, dog. Don't nobody want to be me. You can't step in these shoes. But anyway, moving on. Um, they hate me because they ain't me. I feel the same way. Man, <laughs> right. ain't no way we can just gloss over what this lady was talking about. All right. So people, obviously, we're going to talk about this video. We ain't showing you the video on- online. Um, all those who listening, you heard what was said. This woman got on TikTok and IG and it was explaining that she just did not want any man to ever to walk up to her in a parking lot. Are you kidding me, woman? Yo, Rev, what you what you got to say about this dog? Man, so this is this is a little crazy. Um, parking lot Karen. Hey, you like parking lot pimping? Parking lot Karen. <laughs> <laughs> We got we got parking lot Karen and so so what I did was I um I you know TV scrolling but I be on the Google feed and this is where it came by and then I sent it to the group and I sent it to some of my female friends and I asked them about it like like literally what is happening here and then someone was like well well all of them said she's out of control like on mass like everybody but totally they were like, there is some danger to a parking lot, et cetera, right? And they like, like you don't want to get clubbed over the head, thrown into a car, et cetera. So I understand that there could be some danger there. And I get that. But there's always this thing with the correction and the overcorrection. And parking lot Karen did an overcorrection. No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. Okay, so let's go through this, okay? First of all, lower your voice. Second of all... <laughs> Rev has gotten a couple of dates from approaching women in the parking lot. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. In my youth, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Secondly, secondly, I have been approached in a parking lot because I've done something stupid. Like, man, I can't find my keys. Let me throw my bag on top of my car, fumble for my keys, got my keys, get in the car, about to, hey, hey, bro, hey, bro, what up? Your bag on the car. Appreciate it, cub. Like, yeah. like things like that. Uh-huh. I've seen videos or pictures of people riding the baby with a baby on the top. So, according to this woman, no male should ever approach a woman. So, if you're a man and you see a woman and she accidentally puts her car seat on the top of the car, which people do, to get in, don't say anything. Let the baby fall off and die. According to parking lot Karen. Mm-hmm. Call me extreme, but I think at some point in our lives, either we have done it ourselves or we know somebody that has put something on top of the car and drove off with it being on top of the car. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely put tools on the back of my truck and drove off and I hear them go clink, 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 and they're gone <laughs> on the highway. I have set my food up here, trying to find my keys, finally get the keys, cool. I need to get in the whip because I got to get back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? The game is on. And then I watched my food tumble off the top of my car. The burger just slide down the windshield. Yeah, man. Like, it'd be nice if somebody would have said something. 
And, and that's all we're doing. We just try to support each other. We try to help you out. Hey, don't be stupid. Or if you got help, take it. Take or, it. Or, all right, the extreme case, true. The extreme case, you could be getting clubbed in the head and, and taken off and sexually assaulted. Or There's a lot of there. You might be ready to meet the man of your dreams. Like, yeah. hey, you never know. So, it's, so I would say it's in the approach. He was clearly far enough. He said, excuse me, ma'am. He remained 30 feet away. 30 feet away. 30 feet away. Like, what are we doing here? And so the topic is what Max said earlier in the pre-show, toxic femininity. Again, toxic femininity. So we had church. Cut your neighbor and say. <laughs> toxic femininity. Toxic femininity. Right. Now. So 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 let let's get let's get into that. So before yeah. we get to it, because this is always class, right? We're going to look up the definition of femininity. Then we're going to look up the definition of feminism, uh -huh. right? Femininity uh -huh. first. Qualities or attributes regarding the characteristics of a woman or a girl. Qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of a woman or a girl. That would be femininity. Okay. Any any issues from the panel on that one? Femininity. I'm good with it. All right. Feminism definition would be advocacy for women's rights on the basis of the equality of sexes. Again, the advocacy of women's rights based on the, um, oh, I'm sorry, on the basis of equality of the sexes. Do we have any issues with that? Give me that one again. I know you messed it up, but. The advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. Okay. So this so so being a feminist is advocating for women's rights based on the equality of the sexes. Now, let me let me let me say this and get in trouble. I do not think the sexes are equal. No. I do not. Now, that does not mean I think women should be treated wrong. I do not think women should be treated worse. But I think, and I believe all women think, they should be treated differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Different doesn't mean better or worse. It just means different. Because they, they definitely don't want to be treated like we're treated. Right. It's not going to go well. You don't want those problems. Mm -hmm. Because if we go to relationally, I've been, I told you I've been listening to the podcast. So I listened to uh, the podcast, the Talk It Out podcast, by the Joyce Myers women and everything like that. I've been telling y'all I've been listening to that. And I've been, seriously, it's like a goal of mine to get through the podcast. It's like 150 something episodes. This thing is crazy. And I'm going through and I'm actually listening to them all. It's a part of what I do in the workout in the morning. When I first work out, I put on like a sermon or something like that. And then mm -hmm. the second thing I do is listening to the, the, the Talk It Out podcast. And the episode I listened to today was way back in, um, what day is this? I'm trying to get the, okay, it was way back on October 22nd, 2019. This will have something to do with the the the, the femininity thing. And right. it's about guilt, shame, et cetera. And I'm listening to these women, and they were talking about how women oftentimes struggle a lot with guilt, shame, and insecurity. This basic insecurity, not feeling like they're enough often more so than I hear men and as a man more so than I feel myself right so because of that and you'll notice this when you hear women talking to women etc this is why women say to each other you're beautiful no matter what because they have to bow each other up etc it's a thing that women do to, to, to promote self-esteem self-confidence 
Men typically don't need that as much. Therefore, we treat men differently. We don't give men as many verbal flowers as we give women. So if we were to treat men and women equally, we're going to have to do one of two things in my example. We're either going to have to give women less verbal flowers or give men more verbal flowers. And I would ask women, are you willing to take less verbal flowers to be treated like a man or woman? Are you willing to give more verbal flowers so do you can so your man can be treated just like you? Mm-hmm. This is why I say I, there's a small example where I do not think the sexes are equal. But that does not necessarily mean that I think one is greater or better than the other. They're just not equal. Equal means like everything like the same. Everything the same. Yeah, yeah. It's not. That's that's not okay. And we are not the same. We are not the same. We're supposed to be different. I physically can't carry a baby. I'm not the same. <laughs> like, like, so, so here, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I am, if we are being treated equal, then you either have to let me, like, you, you have to, like, I know that there's a thing called FMLA, and you, you like, the dads get time off of work as well. Yeah. But we know we treat pregnant women differently than we treat the men who have a pregnant wife. No if doubt. you want to be equal, the woman who is pregnant needs to be treated just like the man who is not pregnant. Or the man needs to be treated just like the woman who is pregnant. And I don't know a pregnant woman that thinks a man should be treated just like her when she's the one carrying the baby and he's not. Right. But that would be equal. That would be fair. I get on the train and I tell them my wife is pregnant. I need to see some men get up, give me a seat. Ain't that what y'all looking for? I mean, that's equal. That's fair. Is it not? If I go somewhere. Can you get up? Like you ask a woman, my wife is pregnant. You should get up for me. Exactly. Exactly. And that ain't fair. That's not what y'all want. It that ain't, ain't that ain't it, sweetie. That ain't what you happening. want. That ain't happening. So so the feminine part, right? The advocacy on the rights. So I believe women have the rights, uh, but the basis of the equality of the sexes. I don't I don't agree with that. I, I think that and, and and honestly, I don't really think women think that the sexes are equal either because like again, something goes bump in the night. Baby, it's your turn to go down there. Yeah, that's called divorce. <laughs> that is that is exactly what that is called. That is called divorce, right? Because yeah, ain't no way I'm gonna let my wife go down there. Nor am I gonna tell her because that's probably the last night we'll be sleeping in the same bed. I'm just saying, all right? <laughs> right. And I would understand, like you know what? I get it. What is my point of being here if I got right. to send you to fight right. our battle? Right. So so then so since we have that, then we can get to uh, toxic femininity, and toxic femininity refers to the adherence to a gender binary in order to receive conditional value in patriarchal studies. Um, Essentially, it is a concept that restricts women to being cooperative, passive, sexually um, submissive, et cetera, right? So it's like, hey, it's like fighting against that. You know what I'm saying? Where, go ahead. Well, I I just got a different definition too. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just adding to that. So this one says toxic femininity is a broad term as we understand, because we Mm -hmm. went through two or three different definitions here. Yeah, it refers to a rigid and repressive definition of womanhood, including pressures women face to restrict themselves to stereotypically feminine traits and characteristics. But that goes back to what is feminine traits? And that was that first definition you gave of femininity. Okay, Okay. fair enough. We can we can go with that one. I think I think if we can agree on a definition before we get off on this one is just like, okay. in a nutshell, toxic femininity is femininity where it all it almost makes hmm, I don't want to say women let's say femininity seem to be attacking 
everything and everyone, right? So like, mm-hmm. for example, Karen, parking lot Karen, right? She's like, men should never, like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, like, like slow, slow down. Like, okay, you're a woman, but just because you're a woman, that doesn't mean a male should never talk to a woman in a parking lot. You Like, like you think men should bow down to you basically in a parking lot. When I say bow down, not talk to you in a parking lot simply because I am a male and you are a female. Therefore, the rules apply only to me when talking to a female. Females can talk to females in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. We can talk to men in parking lot. Mm-hmm. Females can talk to males in parking lot, but males mm-hmm. can't talk to females in parking lot. Ain't that something? So she can come up to me, but I can't come up to her. Exactly. Hey man, there's there's actually quite a few uh, uh dangerous women out here. I don't know if y'all noticing. There's some predators out here that are actually looking for men. And hey, we're part of that sex trade too. We're getting sent off. Look look out for our little boys, man. I need y'all to pay attention. Our little boys are actually getting snatched up too. Did you hey, know that? Did remind, you know that? <laughs> remind me to tell you a story about um the sex trade off wax and and yeah um whatever yeah, you know what you. yeah yeah you know no, what? no 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 moving on moving on no we ain't trying to get no more trouble all right moving on uh, I was gonna do the Bomani Jones play the music play the oh, music <laughs> do 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 <laughs> all right but since you don't want to do that and I was gonna tell you my story right now but we'll tell you off likes go ahead. All right, yeah, so I just want y'all to uh, understand that that seems way out of whack. There is no equity there that a woman can do all of these things. She can even approach a man, but a man can't approach a woman. Look, if if the right things are brought into the situation, a woman can easily take down a man. We're, we're both humans. We both have the same flaws, the same things that'll take us out. You know, they're putting different things on the handles of your door in order to catch you, you know, grabbing that, it injects into your skin, and then before you know it, male or woman will fall down and somebody comes swoop them up and they're in the back of a van, gone, just that fast. Do you understand there's a lot of things that can happen quickly if the person is hiding in the right spot? Male or female can take anyone down with the right positioning and right timing. So why are women protected and we're not? Why are women able to go and speak to men, but I can't come and speak to her? Why is it so cool, so understood that women ain't going to do a lot of these crimes, but yet men are? Are we inherently evil? Are we inherently the, the big bad monster out here? Or are we still talking about equality and women can do the same stupid stuff too? Hey, I'm just saying, it happens to us all. And y'all need to protect men and boys also. I mean, yeah, of course, we, we're big, bad, strong. We can take care of ourselves. But look, man, you know what I'm saying? Late night, I ain't paying attention. Well, you ain't going to catch me slipping. But anyway, late night, a, a man may not be paying attention. Anything can happen. So why is it okay that she can approach him, but he can't approach her? Now, 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 I get it. Mm-hmm. More often than not, it's the man doing things. I get that. But in this one, we also got to point out the exceptions. We can be general, which is what she was doing, but there are exceptions to most of these rules. Look so, out for us, too. So here's the thing. Just, just looking at some, like, we have to define things, right? So if a crime, a violent crime, especially a sexual crime, is committed, it is more than likely to be done by a male. No doubt. But that is not to say all men are the ones committing the crimes. Like, like you exactly. got to see it. You got to see it the right way. You know what I'm saying? So like, like you, you so it's a, it's a, it's a statistic. I'm sorry that I gave earlier in the year about, um, about people without fathers going to jail, right? Most of the people in jail 
grew up without your, their fathers. But that does not mean that most people who grew up without their fathers are in jail. Are in jail. Right. Yes. So most of the people who commit sexual crimes are men. That does not mean most men com um, commit sexual crimes. Mm -hmm. We got to get that right. So I understand like 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 there there's a fear factor. And I think Dave Chappelle said it in one of his skits before about he was like, men, you want to know how it feels to be a woman? He was like, wear a backpack with twenty five thousand dollars in it and just walk around. Everybody knows you have it, right? And they can come and take it at any point. That's what it's like to be a woman. So I get it on one hand, right? Because women are more vulnerable, et cetera. What Mac was saying is true. Women can commit these crimes, but we're talking about most of the time. But most of the time. But if we be if we continue, not begin, if we continue to put this men like 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 men are creeps. That's pretty much what we're that's doing. what they're saying. We're the sexual deviants here. Men are creeps. Then what we're going to do is we're going to create a divide. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We're going to keep widening the divide between males and females, and we're going. The community is going to continue to break down because, like, we need both. Like the mm -hmm. the human race literally can't survive without both. And and I'm telling you right now, women, you you like like you 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 need men. And and I and I from what I understand. Most people like to be approached or, or like to feel attractive to the members of society that they are also attracted to. That is to say, heterosexual females like to be attractive to heterosexual males. Mm -hmm. Homosexual females like to be attracted to homosexual females, etc. This is just a psychological thing. This is a psychological and biological thing. So if we're saying men do not approach in parking lots, where does it stop? So do we not approach in classrooms? Do we not approach in grocery stores? Do we not approach here and there? And now it's men don't approach me. Not now, at all. And, yeah. and, and now what we're also doing, we got to, it's always two-sided. Men don't approach me, but now men are scared to approach. Heck Man, yeah. I really like to go talk to that woman, but I'm going to be considered a creep or she might hit me with some toxic femininity, some, 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 some nastiness towards me that I don't even want to talk to him. Yep. Yep, and it's gonna make it rough, y'all. Cause that seems like the only way we can meet people will now only be dating apps. And those people out there single dealing with these dating apps, how's that going for you? Just a thought. Yeah, yeah. It's it's look, I don't I don't fool around with it. Uh my dating app story is uh I use a dating app for four days. And uh I had like 60 people. I used Bumble for like four days. Mm -hmm. And literally, it was like 60, 60 clicks or whatever. And you know, this is this is years ago, this is a couple of years ago, nothing, nothing recent. And I and I went on a couple of dates and I was just like, no, nah, this is this is stupid. This is silly. And not only is it silly, let's just keep it a buck. A lot of them be on the date, just using using dating app to get free meals out. Get a meal. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, the hustle yeah. right so, now. So I learned, I learned quick. Oh, we can go get this coffee. Yeah. Quick. Real, cheap real quick. Real quick. We oh yeah, we yeah, we need to meet in public. Yeah, let's go to this Starbucks real quick. And I'm going to order you a water. And you can find out in the time it takes you to finish that coffee or that water if this is going to work out. Absolutely. But but I but I just so so key, I wanted to I want to ask you about this because we've been talking for a while and you're a woman here, of course. Um, like what do you like what do you think about parking lot Karen? Do you think parking lot Karen is right? No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. And the damages that that this toxic femininity seems to be causing, if any damage at all. I think that she, I mean, like you said, it was an overcorrection. She sounds uh, traumatized. Mm 
just off of the recording. I don't remember what all was going on or even what happened afterwards, but she sounds traumatized. But I mean, that is the life that she lived, you know, Mm -hmm. apparently. So I do understand where she's coming from because I mean, if I were to think on the opposite side, I would think as a man, I don't want to approach you to where you feel threatened. Like you have to understand that you're bigger, you're, I don't know, blacker in y'all's cases. Um, you're you're a lot of different things and you could be considered Wait a threat. Minute. Shots fired, shots fired. I, <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> but like, you have to understand. And I think a lot of y'all kind of do understand that as a man, like at some point you grew up and you were taller. At some point you grew up and you realized your muscles were bigger. Like at some point you had to realize like, okay, I'm, I'm a different person, just like with women. Like at some point your young girls are going to grow up and it's like, okay, you can't necessarily function around men the same way that you did when you were a young girl before you were developed because they look at you differently like we all have to understand our position in society so I'm just saying what I think what she was trying to get across was you should understand your position and why you may not want to do this behavior because you could be considered a threat okay I'm with that and I'm going to come right back to you so it seems like because the woman was not in danger. And I'm going to explain how she's not in danger. Because she recorded the video in the same parking lot where she was where she was approached. She was running high. She just got in her car and told so, everybody. So, so, so my, my question is this. Shouldn't we be legislating, either, either making law or making social norms, follow me what I'm about to say, based off of how some people feel, she was not in danger. She felt in danger. She was not in danger. So should we say men should not approach women in parking lots, not because it is dangerous, but because a woman may feel dangerous? Go ahead, Kate. I don't think that we should be making social norms, but I think it's an awareness. It's just like all of the Black parents that have to have that conversation with their young Black kids about your awareness in public or your um, the way that you interact with police. Like It's unfortunate, but the fact of the matter is they see you as a threat. It's just being aware. I'm not saying that we got to create social norms, but there's certain things that you have to be aware of as you're interacting with society. And I think that's one of them. As a man, you can be considered a threat to pretty much any woman. So you need to make sure that you do that. And I think that he tried to by saying, you know, starting off with, excuse me, miss. Like he tried to be as polite as possible to show that he wasn't a threat. But I mean, it didn't and work. Stay 30 feet away. And stay 30 feet away. Right. Right. Like, like so, so I get it. So I think you, I think you bring up a point. I I have to be self-aware that I can be viewed. As a threat. So, but but then, but then, wait, wait a man, a wait a minute, that's putting the onus on me. Like, Thank you, man. I'm, just a, I'm just a criminal everywhere I go. You know what? This is something that we feel as black men, period. Wherever we go, we know that people see us as a threat. Once I start getting a little hair on my face, or my voice starts to get a little deeper, those cops that were friends with me and playing in my neighborhood now gonna see me as a threat and they're gonna probably shoot me or take me down. Y'all think I'm joking? Y'all think I'm going to extremes? Check the past decade. Look at just the people right. that have passed away. We got right. kids, 12 years old and less, getting shot. We got babies in kindergarten being arrested over some stupid stuff. Kindergarten. Right. What did that baby do? 
Y'all know what I'm talking about. Go look it up straight up. They took this little girl out the principal's office in handcuffs. Poor girl scarred for life. Right. All because y'all trying to make a stupid little point. So, so I don't I, think it's. I'm sorry. Ahead, no, no, please, I, please, please. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like being self-aware is just something that all of us have to deal with. We just, we are all dealing with it differently. It, like I said, it's just like being a woman in society. Like you have to understand that there are people that want you simply because you're a woman, are willing to do harm to you simply because you're a woman. They're willing to do all of these things simply because you're a woman. And you'd be doing a disservice to any of the women in your life if you weren't giving them that awareness of, hey, you got to be careful now that you're a woman. You got to be careful now that you're developed, now that you're this. It's a, it, You have to prepare people for the world that we live in. I'm not saying that everybody is a threat. I'm saying that everybody needs to be aware of who you are and who you, who your threat is. So let me let me ask you. I agree. I I get what you're saying. That's what I should say. I don't necessarily agree. I understand what you're saying, but like Max said, it puts the onus on me. So look. So I'm walking down the street. It's nighttime, okay. And I am I'm a black man. It may be cold, so I don the hoodie. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm walking down the street. I know that a black man walking down the street in a hoodie can be viewed as a threat. There are white people walking toward me, right? I know that they may view me as a threat. Do I need to change? Like, do I need to walk across the street? Do I need to take off my hoodie because they might feel threatened? I think that's a little bit absurd. For example, I, all right, I want to talk to this woman. I have a reason for talking to this woman. Again, she's left her car key. I mean, she left her drink. Let's not make it a baby. She left her food on top of the car. Or I need directions, right? Yeah. I'm lost. Then I could be going through a crisis, right? It, it could be. It could be something wrong. Maybe I left my baby and my cell phone locked in the car, and I'm like, ma'am, can you call the people to come get my? It could be that. But so I have to think I'm a threat. So let me not approach this person. I think when we do things like that, that is like it makes communion like like talking to people damn near impossible yep. because i always have to think man this person is going to perceive me as a threat so i got to start acting different based on how that person feels about me not what i really am yeah and i've been through those where i have locked my keys in the truck or i have had some issue where hey i just need a quick jump the parking lot is empty except for me and you ma'am who am i supposed to approach and i do the 50 30 feet whatever excuse me miss issue over here could you just pull your car close now, I would not prescribe my sisters or my daughters or my wife or my moms to even help them in that situation. I get it. There's nobody else around. I understand. But my point is, I am just looking for help, interaction with another human that's going to assist me in my trauma, in my situation. And I can't come to you. Now, as I say all this, I have, like I said, been in these situations and I know better. I just, I see the people and I read them like, yep, that's a problem if I go approach them. There's a problem if I go approach him. Hey, there's an old black man. Maybe he can help. Right. But yeah, that that's so so key. I, I think what Mac is saying is right. Like we are self-aware. But if we if we try to make like she's trying to make a general social norm. Men should a male should never approach a woman in a parking lot. I just think making those social norms are dangerous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it, pushes us apart. it pushes us apart, man. My fault, sis. Sis, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. I think I think, like I said, hers was definitely a, a a overreaction, but that sounds like it's based on trauma, which means to me, mm -hmm. something has already happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm 
or she has seen something already happen or she's heard about something already Mm -hmm. happened. So I'm not saying that she's correct. I'm saying that she's basing this off of experience, which is unfortunate, but we don't know what everybody's experiences are. She read a book. So, so, so it could be, could be, and, and, and basing it off experiences. So then key, I'm going to throw something back to you. So based on experiences or what they've read in the book or what they've seen in the book, et cetera. So then would this be the same as excusing white people for feeling automatically threatened by black people, just because they've seen us on cops, they've read some statistics, et cetera. And now they say no black person should approach a white person because black people are dangerous. I'm not saying it's correct. I understand where their logic is coming from. So, That's all I'm saying. So I'm asking, do you understand where white people's logic coming from being being fearful of black people? Yes, I understand it. Mm. It's not right. Mm. Okay. Hold on. Let me it. let me jump on that. Because in reality, they do have a reason to fear us. I mean, it is a totally different subject. I want to historically, all the stuff their peoples, their nation has done to oh, black people. Okay, I get it. I, I can understand why you would be afraid. You waiting for that shoe to drop. You waiting for us to finally say, you know what? Forget y'all, and I'm about to do whatever. I was, I was actually about to say the say the opposite. I read a book by Michael Eric Dyson, um, something about tears. This was years ago or something like that. And here were some statistics in the book. And I'm not gonna get, get the statistics 100 percent right, but they're very they're close enough. Right. There's no such thing as black on black crime, white on white crime, or whatever. It's really called community on community crime. Yes, right? people we commit talked crime. about that. Yeah, people commit crime against people that they know typically or whatever, right? And in most proximity. People, in proximity, right? And most people, right? Now, this is a crazy thing. Most violent crime that happens to Black people does happen by Black people, but it's really by the members of their communities. The communities are still segregated. Right. Same thing. Most of the crime that happens to White people is done by White people. Like it's like eighty six percent of the crime that happens to white people, like like murders and 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 rapes and all that kind, of, especially rapes. Unfortunately, rapes more than likely happen by a man that you know personally. That is those are true statistics. That is true. Yeah, that is true. So so here's the thing: while she's afraid in the parking lot, or here, why you said you understand the logic, even though it's not right. White people, it is actually illogical for them to be afraid of black people based on the statistics, because more than likely, white person, a black person is not going to be the person that commits violent crimes against you. You know who should be afraid of black people? Other black people. Black people. Who should be afraid of white people? Other white people. But it seems like, based on what Cam said, she wrote a book, I believe, because I've done this myself, I have formulated my opinions about other people based on experiences that have not happened to me. Well, heck yeah. That's how we base all of our uh, understanding people. So we don't necessarily know a parking lot. Karen has some has some true trauma. She may be wearing somebody else's trauma. Mm. Yes. Mm. And 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 what you said, what you said, trauma is trauma, right? I get that part, but it's like, man, we are in danger if we're going to continue to do that and make these broad sweeping social norms. She didn't try to make a law, a social norm based off of how somebody feels. I yeah. don't think anybody should do something differently because I feel a way. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Think about this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Should somebody do something different because I feel they're a danger to me if they're really not? True. But again, you're going off of your experiences, your past, you know, things that have happened to you around you or things that you've seen. I get it. But at the same time, if I feel threatened, if a cop comes up to my car holding his gun, 
I have a reason to feel threatened. Yes. So if she feels threatened, it depends on the situation. She may have a reason to feel threatened. Yeah, right. But should the person do something differently because you feel threatened? So, for example. Heck yeah, the cop should take his hand off his gun. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a All second. Right. There's, there's something different because if a cop has, if a cop has his hand on the gun, that, that's not like that's actual danger. That ain't fear. That's danger, right? There's a difference between fear and danger, right? Yes, there is. Yes. Fear is. I, I heard this acronym and I agree. It's false evidence appearing real. That is not really thing. Danger is you about to get hurt. There's a difference, right? So for example, for example. If I get pulled over by a police officer and he walks up and he doesn't have his hand on his gun, but I'm afraid anyway, I like there, I'm see not in danger at the time. Touches his gun, now I'm in danger, right? When I see when I see a snake on TV and I get the heebie-jeebies or whatever, that's fear. But yeah. when I'm walking down the street and I see a tiger that's gotten loose from the zoo, that's, that's danger. danger. Right. So we see that there's a difference between fear and danger. And what yeah. I'm saying is, yeah. parking lot Karen may have felt fear, but she was not in danger. And what I'm saying is, why are we making social norms based off of fear and not danger? Danger, I get. Do something different if it's danger. Get your hand off your gun because that is dangerous. No doubt. No doubt. But you I, know that comes up a lot historically. Heck, their fear of Black men taking their women got the birth of the nation put into the... Man, they played birth of the nation in the darn White House. Dog, that was a real thing that happened. Isn't that fear? That created danger for us. I, am I not supposed to pay attention to stuff like that? Right. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I just don't think that we should be legislating social norms based off, off of fear, right? Mm -hmm. Because like parking lot Karen and his toxic femininity, et cetera, right? That's not okay. That's an overcorrection. I believe that women have been treated um, um, wrongly. I believe that women have just the same rights to jobs, um, et cetera, right? Like they should have the same opportunities, right? I do. I believe that 110%. But I, I don't believe this, this narrative that is being presented today that men are monsters. No. I'm just, I'm just not into that. I'm just not into that. Because, okay, parking lot Karen, you have your you, – I think she said she was with her son? Yeah. So how would parking lot Karen feel if – Somebody felt like like felt threatened by her son the way she felt threatened by Mr. Man over here. She was like, my son would never. I yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, we got to stop that. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to find a way to bring that in because that is also something I wish that people would think about. I almost said just women, but no, people in general. When you start to feel threatened, you start to feel worried. Keep in mind that that's somebody else's child. You know, when he was five or six years old, would you see him as that same threat? Probably not. This is the same person just grew up. I mean, he just looks bigger. He's got a mustache now. Is he really a threat? Did he approach you threatening? Did he bring out something that's going to really, really harm you? No, he, he's somebody's child. Treat him like that until you realize, all right, it's a problem. You know, right, exactly. You protect yourself, baby. Exactly. So all you toxic feminists feminist out there or whatever, like feminism, like, okay, I'm for the advocacy of women. But I'm not, I guess I'm not a feminist because I'm not on the basis that the sexes are equal. I do not, I do not. I will fight for women. Uh, I will, I will ride out, but it is not for equal equality. It will be for equity. You know, equity. I'm, 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 I'm for equity, et cetera. And you guys know the difference between equality and equity. But, you know, if, put it this way, if it was equal, then there would be no 
NBA and w, WNBA. It would just be just basketball. Be basketball, yeah. Right. You don't want that. There would be no MMA and like ladies division and men division. It would just be fights. And don't none of y'all women on earth want any of what uh what Israel Adonis or whatever dude's name is just knock old buddy out on Saturday or whatever it is. No woman yeah. wants some problems. You don't yeah. want them fist to fury, right? Because that's equality. We're all of the equality of no, we're not, and that's okay. That's the part of it all. Not being equal is okay, right? I like like I have friends who me and that person are not equal. They may be stronger in one area than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Like, okay, man, me and you not equal in this area. Let me listen to you. Let me learn from you. Let me lean on your strength just like you might lean on my strength. For example, I have the capability of learning, but I do not know electric electrical work the way Mac knows electrical work. In the electrical field, as of today, Mac and I are not equal. I don't go on here and argue and say, you should be letting me put lights in, et cetera. No, I just go to him and ask him the question because in this situation, he is the superior knowledge. In this situation, don't argue over that, right? And then and there, there are some other situations where I'm the big. So, for example, he asked me a couple of weeks ago about some workout plans because as of today, I am the one who has more knowledge about workouts than Matt does. You get what I'm saying? So, we feed off that. So, we're not equal in all areas. Men and women are not equal in all areas, but it's all about equity and coming together. And the more we let parking lot Karen, and this whole toxic femininity and these other things will have a divide. Any of you got anything to say before we close? Man, uh, we shut it down. What you got, sis? Honestly, I'm going to give just, you know, my devil's advocate point, and I'm not advocating for racism against white people, but as black people, we should probably have been more cautious based on our experiences with our interactions with them. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get back to working on that time machine. My bad. That's my fault, everybody. But yeah. anyway, in the meantime, in between time, we're gonna close it out, y'all. Um, I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all coming to check us out. And if you enjoyed this, go ahead and hit us up at the nile.est1981 at gmail. Uh, mm-hmm. check us out at uh IG with this same same stuff, y'all. Just you know, know what it is. You know what it is, yeah. So we're gonna leave y'all with peace and love. We out.